this summer. Your local movie theater transforms into a tent revival for sharing Jesus. Join believers nationwide for the Million Souls campaign, inviting unsaved loved ones to experience The Firing Squad, a new evangelistic movie starring Kevin Sorbo and Cuba Gooding Jr. Witness the true story that made worldwide headlines, American prisoners discovering faith in Christ while awaiting execution for their crimes in a third world country, transforming their lives and the entire prison in the process. After the movie and before the credits roll, Kevin Sorbo will come on the screen to lead the entire theater in a prayer to commit one's life to Jesus Christ. Visit FiringSquadFilm.com and learn how to get free tickets and more for your unsaved loved ones and become part of this unique event. Bring friends, family, and your faith. Learn more at FiringSquadFilm.com. That's FiringSquadFilm.com. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I mean, it's a huge news weekend. We have, was it a coup? Was it some weird deal? Was it a distraction? Who knows what it was in Russia? We go through that today. We go through the one-year anniversary of Roe versus Wade. What kind of difference has that made? And how do we look at what the news reporting is saying about that difference? And also, we have the LGBTQQIA2 plus community. Lots of uh, fabulous parades and such went on this weekend. Many of them in front of children. Many of them without any clothing on. It's a wonderful, wonderful turn our society has taken. And we go into the details on that, what it all means, and where we go from here on today's podcast. Hey, the podcast today brought to you by great people at Jace Medical. Um, I'm in St. George, Utah. I happened to uh, meet with them just last night. And I, I love being able to say this to a client. I am fully all in on what you're doing. They have solved a problem and cracked the code of something. I mean, I'm a prepper. What a surprise. Uh, the one thing I couldn't crack the code on is what happens to prescription medication? What happens if I'm taking blood pressure medicine or somebody might, I have two daughters on uh, anti-seizure medication. What do I do? They've solved it. You can get a year's worth of your prescription medication. You have to go through the doctor and, you know, all of that. Um, and I, they don't do any of the, you know, hey, you made drugs, man. Sorry, you're still going to have to go to a dealer for that. But, hey, I hear fentanyl's cheap by the border. Um, get Jace Medical. They will help your family stay healthy and stay alive. If there's a, a some sort of a catastrophic event that causes any kind of dis disruption in our supply line, which is so far away from reality and what could happen. I mean, who was thinking that maybe we'd be at war with Russia today? Just call Jace Medical. Get online. JaceMedical.com. JaceMedical.com. Use uh, my name, Beck, at checkout, and you'll save. Here's the podcast. You're listening to... Back program. We're glad you're here, and we welcome Mr. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, heard every day on The Blaze before this program. I was listening to you as I was getting ready this morning, and you were, Thank Pat, you. you were en fuego, as I like to say, you know, <laughs> uh, on the streets yeah. where I grew Thank up. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I, and, en fuego. You yeah. were on fire. I mean, yeah. and nobody knows the streets better than Glenn Beck. 
you well, know thank you yeah thank you for recognizing it i had a yeah. you know i had a rough upbringing i, and, I know uh, conquered a conquered a lot conquered a lot so <laughs> thank you very much so yeah congratulations so anyway uh thank you mm-hmm. so so pat yes your take on this russia thing and i'd like to hear yours as well Stu. I don't want to hear Stu, so okay. I'm, I'm going to plug my ears. I don't want to hear portion. Pat, so I'll, okay. I'll plug I didn't my really ears. want to hear it either. So. <laughs> uh, I, it's so bizarre because uh, if that was an insurrection, they did it really poorly. There was a <laughs> very poor insurrection. Well, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. In some ways, it was a very poor one. However, they did march 400 miles. Yeah. Uh, and wow. take over a, a large section of Russia. And I mean, if you can do that. Yeah. With no res- uh, little to no I resistance. Mean, right. Uh, I, yeah, they didn't you know, fire like a shot. Mu- they didn't fire Belarus a shot. Belarus must to- be going, wait, hang on. We can- <laughs> wait, wait, what happened? Let's <laughs> take them. I guess the fight for Rostov on Don uh, was really anticlimactic. But... Um, uh, the the then the march to to Moscow was kind of strange as it stopped 120 120 miles before they got there, so uh, it, it's hard to understand exactly what was going on there. Um, these two guys, these two guys, possible were best friends just yeah. a short while ago, uh, Putin and and Prigozhin. Oh, we're just gonna play that game. Next, who talks? We lost you. You lost me. Oh, did we? There we go. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just saying. Just a short time ago, uh, Putin and uh, Prigozhin were were best friends, besties, and and then he started, and then Prigozhin started bad mouthing the war effort, and I think that caused a little bit of a rift. But to try to overthrow the government, that's a pretty big rift. Uh, yeah, like the, the Russian, the Putin system here, right, of control is not the normal one where you have like overwhelming support of your institutions. It's right. like I've got a bunch right. of friends who are really rich, powerful, and mean, and they're spread across <laughs> a bunch of really important <laughs> sections of the country. And you realize how weak that is when one of them decides he's no longer your bestie. Right. Right. Like, yes. I, I mean, I, I was fascinated by the idea that he could go. And march twenty thousand, twenty five thousand troops, four hundred miles mm-hmm. with no real resistance. He yeah. says he shot Weird. down a few helicopters, I while, think five uh, or six, yeah, right? on the way, and that was yeah. kind of it. Yeah, like how is that? It shows how weak he may be inside of that country, and you wonder if uh, you know, yeah. this because you know, Putin's whole control is is basically this idea that you know he is this guy that goes and kills you if you stand up to him at all, right? right. You, He's yeah. going to poison you. He's going to throw you off a roof, whatever. And like mm-hmm. for a guy to march 25,000 troops, 400 miles inside mm-hmm. the country, and his reaction to that is, ah, you guys you are good. Go to Belarus. You're good. Go to Belarus. Yeah. Uh, we're all set here. Don't worry. No charges. Everything's been dropped. Everything's fine. That is That is a major crack. Yeah. I think it, this has shown a couple of things over the last year and four or five months and that's russia is not who we thought they were uh power wise militarily and b maybe vladimir putin's not who we thought he was Mm. either because he looks a lot weaker now 
He does. And I, I, you so know, as far the, as the Wagner or, or, or Wagner, I like every other news source calls it Wagner or Wagner. So I don't know which one mm-hmm. I'm supposed to go with, but we'll go with Wagner for the moment. The Wagner group, uh, the head here, he's a guy who was Putin's buddy. He did all sorts of shady stuff around the world, you know, going into various countries, doing his stuff. But he also developed a really sweet lifestyle yep. where he had yeah. tons and tons of money from co- corrupt contracts and, yeah, and, and stuff all over the world. Now he's been put into this war where he's going in and invading cities and getting caught in hand-to-hand mm. combat and his people being killed all over the place. And he can't do any of that stuff. He can't live the lifestyle mm-hmm. he was promised for all the shady stuff he's doing. And so one of the one of the thoughts I think here is that he does this, he kind of orchestrates this, takes this deal because this allows him to return mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. sweet existence he had beforehand. So may I take you to the Godfather 3? <laughs> Obviously you want to take us to the worst Godfather. Yes, go ahead. Please do it. <laughs> right. Well, this is the one where Michael Corleone wants to go straight. Now, I'm not suggesting any of them want to go straight, um, but he wants to go legitimate. And so he's like, look, let's, let, you know, just as I got uh, it, was getting out, they pull me back in. I, I don't think that Putin could survive it, like Michael Corleone just couldn't survive if you show that much weakness. Mm-hmm. I that that's why I think mm-hmm. that this is this sends a different message. I think to the oligarchs, and that is this my opinion, but uh, that we can get rid of the people I want to get rid of the oligarchs who are the Secretary of Defense and and uh, you know head of the war and all of that. Putin, I think, wanted them gone because his friend said, you know why this is going poorly? Because these guys are weak and get rid of them. But they were big, powerful oligarchs and he didn't want to be seen, you know, shooting them in the head or anything else. And it'll tell us an awful lot if you Mm -hmm. see those guys replaced quickly. Mm. Yeah. If otherwise he's Michael Corleone or actually he's his father. Uh, who you know is killed? You look, you look weak. Right. Bye bye. And I think, I think right now, if uh, Yevgeny Prigozhin, the head of uh, Wagner or Wagner, whichever you prefer, okay, if, can we just settle this? It's it's it's, it's in America. Uh-huh. It is Wagner. <laughs> yes, in Russia, it's Wagner. <laughs> We're not Russian, uh-huh. so it's the Wagner Group, <laughs> right? So the head of the Wagner Group. Uh, Prigozhin, if he doesn't fall out of a window from about 30 stories high uh-huh. in the next week, uh-huh. that shows how uh-huh. weak Vladimir Putin is right now. You should not go through near or, any windows right. for any reason. Right. No rooftops. I no wouldn't rooftops. even go into an elevator Don't get on or a, balcony. a helicopter. No. <laughs> no don't, None of that. Not, not near an open window, even on the first floor. <laughs> um, but it, I don't think it shows how weak. I think it it could show how weak he is, but it could also show this was a deal. There's no way Putin mm. doesn't assassinate someone like this. Right. I mean, who is the guy they were just trying to kill in Virginia? Did uh, you hear about that? There was uh, yeah. There was there was a guy who defected 
or, or you know, was an oligarch or whatever, came over to America and has been saying nasty things about Putin. I can't remember the whole story. But Putin was threatening to kill him here in the United States. Yeah. And apparently they were, were going to try A guy to we don't that. even know. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Come and, on. And wasn't it, I, I think they said it was the first time the Russians have tried this uh, on American soil. And so it set a really dangerous precedent for for uh, the the incident. And it looks like uh, the Russians are more willing to reach out and kill anybody who disagrees with this war. I don't think this was the first time. You remember when we were at CNN, Stu, and there was a guy, uh, I think it was in Virginia, that they they really suspected that Putin had done it. It was right around the time when that guy got the polonium 212 oh, yeah. or whatever that was mm-hmm. do you remember yeah in england mm-hmm. it was right around that time that um and this was the time when our government didn't say everything out loud <laughs> but there was strong sub- suspicion that uh vladimir putin had executed that guy mm. on I, american soil I, I want to expand on your point there glenn i would I'm never I've never been in this position before, but I am rooting for more government secrecy. Can you please shut up? Can you please stop telling everyone in the world everything that we're doing? Stop. Why am I reading about every little move that we've made across the world in no, so, the Washington so, Post and the New York Times? Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't want to know every weapon you're sending there if you're going to do it. But wait, I don't want to know. Look at what they look at what they're doing. You're exactly right, except. They are keeping all of the things they're doing internally, which they shouldn't be doing. They're keeping those things secret yeah. from the American people. It mm-hmm. is honestly that the, it's like they are treating us as they should be treating Russia and treating uh, yes. Russia mm-hmm. like us. Right. They're like, you know, mm-hmm. we're the enemy here. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's a uh, focused uh, secrecy. I, I, the things they're keeping secret, they shouldn't be keeping yeah. secret. But some of the stuff they're doing internationally, we keep reading about in the papers over and over and over again. It's like, that's the stuff you're, you're supposed to say in your quiet voice. But, like, I, that's... I, be- <laughs> I know, I know. But I think this is, again, a sign that the world is completely upside down and inside out. Remember, I said what you thought you was solid will be liquid. What was up will be down. This is consistent with that. What they're saying about our our foreign uh, entanglements, they should never. They would have never said that before. Mm-hmm. And if they got caught doing something here in the United States, they absolutely would be squealing like a pig right now. It's upside down and inside out. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. We are living in, well, le- le- unique times. Let's leave it at that. Unique times. Boy, you know, the Chinese say, may you live in interesting times. These times are very, very interesting. I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but wow, I'm interested in these times. Thank you, China. Um, you know, we're we're learning all kinds of new things, like men can have abortions. Except a reporter was out uh, from, um, I think it was 
the millennial, was it? Um, but anyway, they were out and they were talking to these trans people and trans activists uh, at an LBGTQ uh, event. And they were talking about how important abortion is for trans women. This well, this is what they were saying that trans uh, women uh, will die possibly if they can't have an abortion. And I think what they meant was trans men, which trans men, well, a woman who says they're a trans man, right? Who's that's a yeah. woman who claims to be a man that's really a woman. Whatever yeah. the thing. This is so interesting. Yeah. Whatever the thing that whatever <laughs> word comes after trans is the thing they are saying that they are. That's how I remember it. So, so then they're a trans man. Is that so okay. a woman who says they're a man is a trans man. A yes. man who says they are a, a woman is a man. trans woman. Right. Okay. Got it. So trans women are completely safe because they're men. <laughs> However, we have to support those trans women, no way, trans men who can now have abortions because they're really women and could always have an abortion. But now it's confusing because they're men. Right, correct. So a trans right? yeah. man can absolutely, in theory, have an abortion because they are a woman. Uh, a trans woman could not have an abortion because they don't have any of the body parts needed to actually mm -hmm. have an abortion. There's, you know, there's no mm -hmm. womb mm -hmm. to evacuate that clump of cells from. Amen. Amen. And I'm glad that the... Uh, I'm glad at the protest uh, this weekend um, in Washington, D.C., the trans activist uh, was sticking up for men that need an abortion because they're actually women posing as men. And I, I think that was very clear uh, from the beginning for really all of us, honestly. Um, but we, we, you know, we have that exciting thing uh, going on. We also have um, uh, Demi Lovato. She's she's just a, a released a new pro-abortion song uh, this weekend, and I love it. May I give you some of the lyrics of mm. Swine? Oh yes, of course. Uh, we have the video. Oh, play the video. Yeah, play it. Come on, horrible. or am I just swine? No, I wouldn't call you a pig. Um, some might, but for entirely different re entirely different reasons. Uh, so uh, she's saying, or am I just a pig? I want to ask you, Demi, 
are you implying it's okay to do surgery on pigs? Um, and that pigs have a choice whether they're bacon or not? I, I don't know what that means. Um, but uh, I appreciate that. It's really, it's really quite nice. Now, there was a chant also this weekend in New York from trans activists that I, I found very, very, uh, some would say unsettling. Here it is. Coming for your children. I, I you know, I, uh, that's a snappy number. And uh, it's a little interesting seeing that that would be grooming. I just want to point that out. That would be grooming. Um, or you're kidnapping our children. I don't know what that absolutely means. But I can't think of a good way to interpret that. Now, why would you be doing that? Why would you do that? Why would you chant that in the streets? Are you looking for an actual answer? Is this or is this rhetorical? Mm, 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 <laughs> um, mm, mm, well, I, I mean, I think their defense would be, and I, I, again, there's not much of one, but I think their defense would be these evil right wingers are always accusing us for coming after their children and it bothers them so much that we should just come out and say it. We're not really doing it, you know but what? we're just out there to piss off those evil right wingers. Now, I don't wow, think that's a that's good tactic. A, well, no, listen to me. <laughs> no, that's a great strategy. And that's why I feel that, you know, people who are conservatives should just go to the streets and say, hey, we're here and we really are Nazis. Hey, yeah, right. we're here and we're really Nazis. Nobody would do that. No. Nobody would do that as a joke. Nobody would do that to taunt the media because that's horrible. We are not Nazis. So why would they say we're coming for our children when half the country thinks you are coming for our children? That's the worst strategy of all time. <laughs> right. And it's a particularly I, I mean, when you have the media to back you up and give you a pass on it, um, you know, that's one thing. I mean, I, to be if you want to really give them the benefit of the doubt here, which I am not inclined to. But if you wanted to, I mean, like we used to put out. um we had t-shirts and stickers that said evil incorporated uh conservative evil mm -hmm. conservative incorporated and like it was Correct. a joke in that they always called us evil conservatives so let's just embrace it now that's a little bit different than saying we're coming for your <laughs> they're coming for your children we i mean that's a real big line there but if you wanted to really reach and find some justification i assume that's what they would say i would assume they wouldn't say they're walking to a kindergarten to actually steal children but then again i don't know that i'd put it past them and you know who's really getting the brunt of this the gay community where's the gay community the gay community has uh, and i don't know this firsthand i've always just heard this from lgb Q people uh, before the T was handed, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's so it's such interesting keep, times yeah. we're living I, in. I just <laughs> love it. Um, but the LGBT, no, the LGBT, no, the LGBTQ people 
um, have told me, and I've heard it in shows, etc., that they have a problem with the tea people because it's such a different culture. Well, okay, the tea people are making the LGBTQ people look crazy and dangerous. Okay, just crazy and dangerous. And I don't mean the tea people. I don't mean most of the actual tea people. Right. I mean the people that are running, I don't know, some sort of crazy media let's show up and we'll show them sponsored by bud light those people who are behind all of this does that does that make sense i mean in today's world that would make no sense 10 years ago but does it make sense this was just the l and the g right (laughs) it was sort of an l and the g thing for for a long time it was an LG thing. Yeah. And then the B sort of came out there and people were like, well, the B is a little bit different, is it? And they're like, well, no, the LG and the B kind of hang out together. After that, it got to the T and the Q and the Q and the I and the A and the two and the plus and all the things that have come since. And you're right. They are different cultures. I, you know, I've, I've seen uh, gay comedians go off on this and they're just like, hey, we fought for a really long time to get the stuff that we got. And the T's are just coming in and they're just doing their thing and they're expecting like wide acceptance in two weeks. Like, hey, we worked really hard. It took us decades and decades and <laughs> decades to get acceptance in this culture. And and the T's are like busting in without all the work. They didn't pl- they didn't pay their dues uh, in, in this particular fight, according really? to many of the L's and the G's huh. and the B's. And so I the bet tees, you some T's would disagree with the L's and the G's. I'm sure there. I do think there is a legitimate. Um, I don't know. I mean, sort of a civil war <laughs> between the L's and the G's and the B's and then the T's. I think there's some level of. But there should really. I mean, the B's do not belong with the L's and the G's because you were born that way. B right like, uh, is like make a choice, man. Come on, make a choice. Mm-hmm. Pick one. Don't stop being so greedy. Pick one. Mm-hmm. Pick one. <laughs> That's your where is the bees? Okay. The L's. <laughs> the yeah, G- the L's and the G's uh-huh. were the ones that were like, "We're born this way." All right, right I'm gonna. You're born that way. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you. The bees, no, no. Yeah. I even give you the T's to some extent because you feel like you were trapped in your body. Okay. So I'll say, hey. He's he's feel like he's a woman been trapped in his body his whole life. The bees again. Eh, I don't know. I'm going to try that one. No, <laughs> I no. See, I see your point, but I do think the L's, the G's and the B's are fundamentally making the same argument, which is you can be attracted to something that is not traditional. You might have you might go against the grain on some of these things. Maybe you think everything's great. Maybe you think the opposite sex is great. Maybe you think the same sex is great, but it's all coming down to your well, wait, wait, wait. attraction, right? What you are attracted no, well, no, to, which no, is not No, it's not because no, it's not because there's also the other bees. The bestiality bees. <laughs> That's a different. So that totally completely. Otherwise, if that's your case, mm-hmm. then I have to have LGBTQ two plus I A. And there's not two Bs yet. There's two Qs. Plus, plus. There's no two Bs. What? The best of the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're live in St. George, Utah, in uh, in Washington County. 
uh, Utah. This is um, just a great place. This we're we're here at the the gateway of Zion National Park and Bryce Canyon and Monument Valley. It is a beautiful place, and it's full of red rock, and has been a great place to you know vacation or you know, uh, retire to for a long time. This is retirement. Great medical facilities here. Um, but it has become the fastest growing county in America now. Uh, and that happened because of COVID. And uh, people were looking for places to go. And now, I mean, I, I'm always so stupid when it comes to buying houses. I almost bought a house here like five years ago. because I just, I love this community. And I didn't, of course not, because now they're worth five times what they were. Um, but I, I really think this, in all of the best ways, is going to become the next Phoenix. It's going to have a population explosion. It already is. And it's just going to keep growing. And the county knows that. And they're doing something. They're getting ahead of things. And I highly recommend that you do this as well in your own community. Um, they are planting the flag deep um, into the American principles. Um, and for instance, this week, I think they've declared it Liberty Week. Um, and that's what we're here um, uh, for, is, is to really showcase a community that is making liberty their, um, their, their cornerstone. And so in front of the building where our museum is in, it's in a it's in a county building they just built, and we take one whole floor of it. It's 12,000 square feet. And uh, inside, um, we have the museum. We also have the county counselors who are amazing. They don't necessarily all agree on everything, but they are all in lockstep on one thing, and that is the principles this city was founded on and uh is ruled by and it is it kills me that this is extremist but they are dedicating uh the ten commandments they're putting the ten commandments in stone uh right you know i think it's in front of the the county building but i'm not i'm not sure uh ten commandments the pledge of allegiance and the bill of rights and that's controversial in most cities, it would be. It's not here. Putting the Bill of Rights should never be controversial. Those are the rights that we all used to agree on. And we don't anymore because we don't agree on anything. We can barely speak to one another and understand each other because, uh, you know, we're being scattered intentionally. And language is changing, and they say values are changing, but I don't think values are. I think it's just that things like the Bill of Rights have been made unpopular. Instead of being taught, they have just been branded as racist or whatever. They are the rights of all men, all women. Not not fur, furries. Uh, if you're a furry, I don't think those rights uh, go to you. But that's because you're not a man or a woman, you know. So anyway, um, I, so I've been reading this book on the Weimar Republic, and I'm reading it because I think there is a great lesson to learn. Weimar Republic became uber socialist and also at the same time uber 
individualistic. And it was celebrated uh, as this wonderful new city of Berlin and wonderful hope. It's what Cabaret, that old movie, is about, um, is about the decadence of the Weimar Republic. And that movie is way toned down compared to what uh, Weimar really was in Berlin really was. This is the place they did the first trans surgery. They did it on a man in the museum. We have a photo of him. He died um, because, you know, the uh, the doctor of the day, the, the one that was doing the surgery and really pushing it uh, at the uh, sexology clinic, um, uh, just decided to stuff a uterus in a man. Um, his body rejected that, um, but they were close. Anyway, uh, everything started to go downhill just the way it is now. And the churches began to be um, very concerned. But remember, the churches, many of them, had become participants in socialism. And so they were looking for somebody to help them. And first they started themselves. First, they were saying, we got we to gotta get traditional marriage back. We have to stop with this trans stuff. It's killing our kids. Pedophilia was starting to creep in. Um, there were underage known, and they just look the other way, known child prostitutes on the streets where you could just go get it, and nobody did anything. And uh, the Germans had enough of them, at least the Christian, the ones who are still calling themselves Christian uh, Germans. Many of those churches had gone dark already because they had been infiltrated by national socialists. So what happens? Well, I want to just give you, uh, give you a little bit. Um, the churches built new organizations. This is from Weimar, Germany, the uh, book. Uh, the churches built brand new organizations, parties, associations, publishing houses, paramilitary bands, and began to promote a new violent brand of politics, uh, which contributed greatly to the frenetic, chaotic quality of Weimar. Uh, in, ultimately, Weimar's opponents, the established conservatives and the radical right, would come together in a grand coalition under the rubric, rubric of not the Nazi party. It would destroy the Republic and all the opportunities it had offered. Uh, it goes on. How they got together is they were stronger together. Uh, and people became confused. And they were like, somebody's got to make this stop. So the churches that had already become socialist now start to preach moral and start to stand up because the family was under attack and because they're socialist, they become nationalistic, national socialists. This is what the Biden administration is saying is happening. I don't see it myself, but I do see the recipe for it. And we have to be informed enough to know history and understand what we could easily be facing. And quite honestly, 
It's why I think the gay community needs to come out and say enough is enough. Pedophilia is is not part of the deal. Pedophilia is not a part of being gay or lesbian. Pedophilia is wrong. And we're not going to allow these organizations that are, you know, stirring the pot for LGBTQ plus 2IA, whatever it is. Stop it. Not in my name. Pedophilia and this extremist uh, idea of we're coming in to get your children in schools is beyond pale. It is it's death to our society. And if people don't stand up, you're going to have these seeds watered. And I warn the churches, I warn you, and I warn the gay community. This is something we should all take seriously and work together. Because what does a pendulum do? A pendulum like in a clock, goes back and forth, back and forth. And if it's in a clock, it's regulated. They used to say regulator, and it was regulated on the clock. So it swings a certain amount each time. That way, time is consistent, but it swings both ways. However, if you've ever seen or played with a pendulum, if you are only on one side and you're pushing on in one direction not the other it starts to swing hard and it goes higher and then if somebody pushes it from that elevation pushes it back it goes higher on the right and the person on the right shoves it down and it goes higher on the left and that's what's happening it gets out of control until as it always does Somebody grabs the pendulum and says, it's stopping here. But let's say no one stops it here. You cannot keep pushing from the extremes. You must take a stand. And I mean that on both sides. We saw this with these Nazis. I think they were probably FBI. But these Nazi people going in and trying to infiltrate Uh, a gathering of patriots and they immediately turned on them and said get out and they turned them away now whether that's because they're nazis or spies i don't know but the point was you have no place here because you are saying at least you're nazis it's bad enough if you are if you're saying it it's the same deal We don't want Nazis or those who claim to be Nazis anywhere near us. That is making sure that the pendulum is not pushed more. If the FBI was trying to infiltrate, it was because they wanted people to see it and go, oh my gosh, they are Nazis, which would push that pendulum further up into the left. And then... It's going to come back and, and, and swing the other way, just like it did in Weimar. If you are a gay person, lesbian, whatever, and 
you understand the family values. You understand you were born this way. You know, you probably spent many years as a child not wanting to be that. I understand that. Nobody wants to be a pariah. Okay, I get that. I understand that. I've never been against gay marriage because I'm a libertarian. The government has no place in it. Just don't tell my church who to marry and how to marry people. And I'm not going to tell your church or, you know, your whatever, whatever one you want to use to get married. I have no business in that. I feel bad that one of my heroes, Bruce Jenner, felt the way he felt his entire life. That kills me. He was a hero of mine as a child. And he was struggling like that the whole time? I have ultimate compassion for him. So where are those people standing up? Bruce Jenner is. Where are those people as a group standing up in their own community saying, enough, enough, stop this. Just like the conservatives did when Nazis showed up. Stop this. You are not part of us. We want nothing to do with you. Because you are radical extremists that will mean the death of anybody trying to come back together. It's time to start reminding uh, the left. Instead of just rejecting them, instead of just yelling about them, it is time we start encouraging them to come back to sanity. You don't have to agree on everything. But just stop your extremists as we stop our extremists. By the way, I don't actually think that the Nazi party is on the right, seeing that they are socialists. You know, today is a great day to get a warranty. Actually, any day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. That's what you get with an American Home Shield warranty. All the unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater, they're not going to break the bank because covered repairs and replacements are all taken care of. Having reassurance is something to celebrate. Choose the plan that works for you and your budget. When a covered item in your home breaks, all you do is contact American Home Shield. Their trusted, qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry. Be warranty. Go to ahs.com slash Beck and save 20%. That's ahs.com slash Beck and get 20% off any plan. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. 